life in the islands. It's what, uh, it's like the cherry on top of the ice cream. It's where you, where you have dessert. That's what my life has more or less been on St. Croix. Enjoyment, uh, travel, opportunities that came up, teaching opportunities, writing opportunities. So, um, yeah. They, it's interesting because I don't really have, per se, a West Indian background in my life. You know, like my mother's not from St. Lucia, so I just mm -hmm. gravitated to the islands. My people are from Massachusetts and Virginia. <laughs> so that's a whole different story. Right. How did I stick here? But I think one of the reasons why it, it became so, so, um, so much of a home for me, the islands became my home, because so many Native Americans were put on boats and sent adrift. And I believe this is where my forebears ended up. Mm. Yeah, right here in St. Croix. I kind of keep looking for them around the corner. So They're here with you. Yeah, you. that's it. Because I don't think you would have been able to embrace or have that feeling if they weren't here, right? Nope. Somebody's here for me, and yeah. I know it. Hey, everybody, this is Issa Cosette, and you are listening to Issa's Way, your favorite podcast that you didn't know existed, you didn't know you needed, but we are so glad you're here. And this week, we have another special guest, my very special friend, very, 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 very special friend, Miss Loving. And she is going to share some wonderful poems and stories and just wisdom with us this week. I'm going to start out with reassurance. Okay. I wrote this this year. And I've been writing poetry since, mm, oh, Lord knows, since high school. But I started publishing. My first book was published in the early 70s, 1974. And it was called Remember When. And it was... Um, my life until that point. What happened and why was I so angry? Mm. So I wrote everything down. And, uh, but this final poem that I've written, not that it's going to be my last poem by any means, but this just happens to be the one that I, I read um, at the the going away memorial for Dr. Gloria Joseph, who was my dear friend, just this past weekend. And I heard myself read this. I heard my voice at, cause, because I've never read it aloud before. So I, I dedicate this to her. Reassurance. It's what's supposed to keep us going and foster strength throughout the ages. It's what will provide the pillars we hold on to when our senses are assaulted and our bodies been so beaten and the kingdom's coming down. It's what pulls up our socks and ensures sweet survival when your spirit is low and your energy slow, it's what made Barack a household name 
and called the pens of Audrey Lord and Maya Angelou to write, write, write. The soft, rustic poems of Howard Fergus, the blossoming kites of Khalid Hosseini, and Marvin Williams's Dialogue by the Hearth with yellow cedars blooming. The flare of Dimitri Copeman's saxophone, standing firm, and Leonard Brown's soaring melodies. It's what showcases the deep voice of Edgar Lake reading about teacups at a funeral, the octaves between Jackie King, Jeanette Rouse, and Ajua, who sing just cause they happy and free and fine. Those dulcet tones of Ernestine Anderson and Gregory Porter, who can heal your broken heart just like that? The artists and singers and writers and actors who charm and disarm your desolate hard places into tender growing earth, loamy and fruitful and glad. That can be you. You are magic too. It's what had you at hello and filled the empty page, reparted the dying plant of your love life, and made you kick bad habits out the door and cleanse the floor leading to your tender chambers with care. Remember the joy-filled thought you nurtured this morning, honey? Dress up in that. The meditation you memorized when you were just a little wisp? Put that to work tonight. You there, scribbling the midnight poem through tears, build a beautiful sonnet and publish your prose. You, that secret you're scolding, let it fly into lyrics for all to sing. The heartfelt need and the unanswered prayer transform them into theater, a blog, a friend, a success. You. Throw all sadness out the window and fling your fingers into God's air and dance until your dark is stomped into dust and light becomes your walk. Read to keep yourself going while your broken heart mends, sweetheart, and the terror of your fears disappear. This cruel, hungry, lonely world will be saved by the glistening thought that you put in motion. We save ourselves. <laughs> we entertain each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Reassurance is yeah. what I needed in my life. <laughs> oh my and God. honor and celebration. Yes. And, and mm. everyone and every line and like... There's people you know and people you're going to meet. Yeah. Like Howard Fergus, a fabulous poet from mm. Montserrat. Mm -hmm. And uh, Dimitri Copeman. No one plays the saxophone like him. He's strong. And locals and, and luminaries. We all share the same page because each of us has to grow and live in this earth. Whether you feel you're important or not. You know, whether you write or you sing or you dance or you, you cook, and you have babies, and you, you carry forth your genealogy, whatever it is that you're good at, you know, let that be us. Mm. Let that be us. 
Wow, you're so inspiring. Ah, what would I do stop. without you? <laughs> I was just talking to my cousin about this, like, yeah. you know, I'm in this age and this time, I think also with separating myself to be able to find my whole self or who am I? And, mm. You know, I've realized how much I used to do so many things for others. I'm still a serving person, mm. but I realized that now I put myself first. And I also realized how much or... How much more of myself could I have been if I would have just embraced that what I'm good at versus being scared of it? No, you know? yes, yes. I think we're sometimes we're afraid of our our own power. We're afraid of living outside the box or what we think we're supposed to do. But then we realize there's also beauty. It's not easy, but there is a beauty once we walk in that purpose. We leave yes, those boxes that we purpose. are reassured. And it's good, you know. Uh, when Somebody many years ago asked me, well, what's your purpose? And I sat down and I thought about it. And um, it's to be a messenger from God for the whole world to see me reflecting God's beauty in me because God lives in me because God is love and I am love yes. and God is, you know, everywhere. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm like, as even as I'm speaking to you, this message is going all the way, you know, yes. to people who, who need to hear it. And this poem may find its way printed somewhere where a young teenage boy or girl will sit down and say, Wow, the terrors of my fears can disappear. Mm. Yeah. Comfort. Reassurance. Absolutely. There's a lady on this island who I adore. Her name is Danica David, and she put out a book of um, her art. And if you look on my wall, you begin to see some of her art. Mm. That carnival lady is one of them. And... She asked me to illustrate a book of art, her art, and it also has recipes. So we got everything. We got food. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we need all of that. For the soul and the stomach. <laughs> everything comes together. So the first poem in her book, uh, it, there's a, a girl with all these various colors in her background and on her face, and she's young, you can tell. And I labeled... This I entitled this label this um, poem Green, and it goes to this girl. I accept that you will make so many dreams come true to life. You must be aware of the tender green petal you've become. Pale to the touch, like candy, you are ideal with sweetness just be careful at the parade hmm. so it's a short sweet message to to young ladies yeah people are watching show what you can but hold on to your sanity and and stay whole don't go where danger is hmm. the parade being um life you know and all the offerings all the things that you can participate in Choose well yeah. as a young girl, and um, it, will, it will feed you later. Those choices will come back to feed you. What are some choices you felt that you've taken as a child that has blossomed in your years? 
I'm glad that I studied what I did coming up in life. I'm glad that we studied the books of the Bible. For for my father being a minister and my my mother being a seamstress, I'm glad I learned to sew. But Dad's message for me was, you know, if you memorize these 66 books now, you're training your mind and you're building uh, character at the same time because you got a chance to to stand up after Sunday school and say, Janice is Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers. And now, so you know all these books, and well, what was that about? And and so now I'm, I go to Unity, and um, I share my, my gifts differently, but I'm so glad that I had a structure to to fight against almost mm-hmm. that daddy was there and he was a wonderful man always had a, a joke about life to so I learned his humor and I think I'm pretty funny from time to time you know but yeah it was it was hard growing up but we had that structure of the church we had that safety and so I was glad that, well, even though it was chosen for me, I was glad that I had that strict upbringing. Because then, later on, as I began to travel, I knew what to do and what not to do. You know what I mean? So then later on, as you develop your own way, your own personality, your own style with words, I knew I wanted to be a writer. Um... Like the psalmist David, I said, oh, the psalmist David. I can write psalms. I want to be like that. You know, there was, and lessons from Job. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, patience. and oh, yeah. Yeah, and there, there came a time in my life when I really had to be very patient with myself and, and learn to just chill when hard times came my way. And believe me, they did. And they came all, all at once. Mm. And then, like, I haven't seen them anymore. Wow. <laughs> so I'm good. glad. I'm glad of that. But I live in St. Croix um, in the Virgin Islands where things are basically easy on the eye. And so I, I fit in here and I stayed here for 50 years. I haven't been... I traveled the world. I've been in many many uh con- many of the continents and um cities europe asia i mean canada philippines all, all over ghana yes i your love name. ghana is that meaning to <laughs> yeah. you yeah oyoko my poetry name um my pen name is oyoko and when i was in uh, achimota uh, the chief of that village named me oyoko he said, you are a member of a royal clan. And I thought, well, yeah, <laughs> I take that, I accept that. And I love it because when, I, when people say, everyone says, what does Oyoko mean? Is it, is it Japanese? I say, oh, no. <laughs> no. Let them know. Yeah. Our it's are strong yeah, and they go deep and yeah. it's powerful. It is wonderful. That's amazing. It's wonderful to, um, to have a name and know where you're from. Amen. My cousins did uh, research on our ancestry and 
even though it says we're from Nigeria, mm -hmm. back in the days when we were, there, there was no di distinction and no lines between the, con the countries the mm -hmm. way the British and the Americans lined out Africa. Mm -hmm. Nigeria and Ghana, you know. Yeah. It the was. Borders. Yeah. yeah. So I say, well, it's very possible. That some are from, we are from both. Exactly. And, so and many the, people the blending of exactly. cultures. So now it looks like Nigeria, but then it, it might have been um, a different um, tribe yeah. uh, that is not known as Nigerian now. Mm -hmm. But that's okay because when I, when I travel, I feel as though I fit in with everybody I meet. Yeah. And I so loving. It's well, loving. I try to go in with an open heart, yeah. whatever the society is. And I, um, when I visited the Philippines in 2016, I was so struck by the kindness of the people who uh, have such traffic problems that you move like an inch an hour. And I said, I'm going to write a book about this. And I. I wrote a story about two jeeps, two jeepneys, which is their mode of transportation there, that almost had an accident and were very unhappy with each other. And then they met up at the same gas station. And of course, being that one's name was um, Tender tender Mercy and, and Love, they got together. And, it means basically that no matter how you start out in life, you could have a hard time in life. You could have a hard first marriage. You could you could be decimated by your existence. You could it can change to be beautiful. No matter how hard it was, no matter when if you lost that child when you were 16 and you weren't able to grieve, you know, when you um when anything terrible happens to you, you can heal and you can survive from anything. I want people to understand that there's forgiveness and healing for everything in this world. Yeah. And no, no matter how you feel about yourself now, if you, if you, um, you feel you're not important, believe me, you are. If you feel that you're not beautiful, trust me, you are, and you're on the road toward beauty and and your and forgiveness and everything that has happened to you happened to you for a reason. Sure. You'll be okay, and um, I I firmly believe that because. I'm fine now. I'm I'm grown now, and I feel great now. It wasn't always that way. Yeah. You know, there were a lot of questions. What should I do? Where should I go? And which I ask all the time. I know. <laughs> I'm in that stage now. Okay. I know right. it'll be okay, and that's why I tell myself. I know. Yes. This is a part of the process. I know that this is training. Like, it and will. I and I, you know. I'm grateful because, like, I feel like definitely my spiritual upbringing with God and my mom being in the church and giving me mm -hmm. that structure. Because I'm, I'm a free bird, but I, I've also known that 
I need structure. The cage yeah. will always be open, but I need a cage so that I can move because there are certain things that we can't control or when these situations happen, how do we react? But because we have the structure, we yes. know. And then eventually the patient comes, which I need a lot of work with. <laughs> <laughs> I do too, but it comes, still. And then you realize yeah. at the end, after the storm is over, that wow, I'm okay. Yes. I, I grew my wings in the middle of that storm because I had to fly. You know, exactly, yes. exactly. And sometimes you gotta fly in a lot of ways. Sometimes you just gotta leave. You gotta leave that abusive man. You gotta leave the 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 country you were born in. Yeah. I have a friend who left Boston and went to Ghana and never looked back. No. She's there now. I'm gonna go visit her. Yeah. But it's I went to Ghana and I um when well gee yeah that was so long ago maybe about fifty years ago. But I, I just wanted to be in the place where I knew not just my life began, but all life began. Mm, I just got chills. All life began in Africa. Yeah. I mean, all the studies say so. They, Leaky and everybody who ever studied um, where the first people were was in Africa. So be proud of your African ancestry. Be proud of it. But you don't know to be proud of it until you hear. You got something to be proud of. Mm -hmm. Like everybody else, they find their way to be proud of their their existence. You too. Hold on to that. So um, Danica David's art kind of summoned up new poetry for me. And this book was published in 2017, I believe. So it's not that long ago where black people got together and put a book out. And so it's don't believe that you that we can't um, collaborate because we can. Three of us, are an, an author, poet, me, an artist, Danica, and her cousin, um, Mark, who made the recipes for this. So, I want to read. She is entirely unaware, it seems, of her own beauty and value. She has, however, skillfully preserved the art of fresh food for sale. Papaya, connected with an old story. Limes, interspersed with a laugh. Pumpkin, colored with a soft smile. She self is a staple, underpinning the culture, the customs we need. This market lady produces in her arms the very history, the charms, the island's humanity, a welcoming story to tell. Always hard at work, slim and poised, at times even wearing pearls. Yes, she is amazingly unaware of the gracious loveliness and shy humor that makes her so pretty, pretty, pretty. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. All the market lady. Yeah, and we, we take them for granted. We go and we buy our food. and We, we just stand and aside and look. And even when in Africa, any island, the, the, the real center of the culture is in the market. Yeah. I don't know how it is in Puerto Rico or the Dominican Republic or even, even markets in the States, you know. Faneuil Hall was big in Boston's development. That's where the Boston, you know, those huge markets bring people together, places yeah. to gather where we, where all tribes and all lives uh, begin and bubble and, yeah. and, and, and share things in common. It's always at the market. I took a, a cruise to... Um, Spain and France and Italy last summer and we went to all of the markets when we got off uh, instead of going on all of the tours we went on a lot of them but then we just said let's get a, a taxi to the market and we would sit by the flowers and uh, the fish markets and the and where the ladies would just bicycle up and pick up a few vegetables for their lunch and go home with a baguette of bread under their arm and, and uh, a couple of la lamb chops. And I said, look at this simple life. And you just buy for the day what you need for your lunch and you don't have a huge amount of, of um, you know, bags going into the house. Simple. I learned a lot by watching those ladies um, they collect what they need for the day, prepare it, you know, have people over or not, and then come back tomorrow mm -hmm. to shop again for what's fresh. That makes sense. It's, I like that idea. Yeah. Europeans have a nice way of life. Even we were in France earlier this year, too. And oh, wow. And I was just wow. like, wow. And Marcel, mm. just nice. And just like you said, going to market and being able to buy your fresh bread and just like the cleanliness, it's just like we could retire here if we if we went to. <laughs> right? It That's the south like of France. Mm -hmm. You went to the south. Oh yeah. man, it's gorgeous. It was nice. It's gorgeous. So, Miss Loving. Yes, how my are love. you on your way? Um, I'm starting a children's museum here in Saint Croix. Yeah. Because as I go through life with my grandchildren now, um. And we look for places to go. We always end up in a children's museum in Massachusetts or New York or Miami. Mm -hmm. And so I said to myself, hmm, why don't we have one here in St. Croix? Hello. Mm -hmm. And Marlon Williams, the chiropractor, said, girl, if you start it, I'll, 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 I'm in it with you. And many people got on board, and now we have a board. It's successful. We're a 501c3 organization and we pop up at the Botanical Gardens once a month and it's amazing. The children at our last function we had 131 children and their parents. Um, so I would say that was success. Yeah. So um, I like to see I'm being growing. successful right now. <laughs> you are. You have been. It's just embracing me. It's just giving me like hope. And I got the Airbnb yep. going on. That's where I met you. That's how we met. <laughs> ah, so that's cool too. 
Okay. Um, I didn't tell you about the three children's books that I wrote, though. No, tell me. Yes. Um, My Name is Freedom talks about a little girl here in St. Croix and with all of her uh, special friends and the art in this community and the parade and we talk about everything that gives a child um, balance, her grandparents, and I weaved all of that into um, My Name is Freedom. So it helps um, a little kid you know, look at the page and see somebody that looks just like her. Mm-hmm. Real, cr- real cute and all brown and brown-skinned girls. And mm-hmm. it's, it's important because we didn't have that coming up with, with uh, Dick, Jane, and Sally. Our, it, coming up in the Boston school system, all, and I mean all, all of our pictures were, were, right. were what mm-hmm. they were, you know. They certainly didn't look like me. So when I finished teaching, I said, I'm going to write some books and have on the front pictures of people that look like they're from the Caribbean Mm -hmm. because that's where we live. And so the next one, um, my grandma likes to play, loves to play. It's about a little girl. And yeah, you do. Mm -hmm. And uh, so they're playing hide and seek in the house as grandmothers will play with their their little ones. And... um, the grandmother you can relate to as well as the child so and the last one was jeepney love which was a um really uh, a story that everybody can relate to because we all need love in our life yeah. and it's there just waiting for you exactly yeah it is uh, I'm a better person because of love, and I'm grateful that I stopped running from it. Because <laughs> you get scared, you know? know? You don't want people, yeah, you want to be vulnerable. I but know. then you do, you let your wall oh. down, and you meet such great people who change your life. And Look at you, because you're beautiful. That's, not, that's you. <laughs> How nice. I try. Thank you so much for sharing your stories, your yes. poems, your inspiration, your wisdom. Thank you. I'm, I'm always benefiting from this, but now my wonderful listeners can, and they can share oh. with someone. And I just feel like everything you said is just... Oh. So did I say my name? Besides my pen name, Winifred Loving is my... Loving is my real last name. So I have always had quite a job to live up to my, you know... Yep. <laughs> my name can you do it well thank you so much and uh so i live in st croix so when you come to st croix you ask anyone do you know miss loving and you'll eventually see me (laughs) yes but um god bless you on your journey and um be aware and live with love amen amen all right guys this is isa's way y'all be blessed (music)